0: This is Lindsay Williams, and you're listening to the Drunkard United Show. Bless your little cotton socks.
1: Bless Villa's little cotton socks. No shit. Somebody over here at the uh, producer's mic is looking smug and happy as shit yeah, today. Yeah, she had a better week than me. I had to beg for money to get gas to get here. Oh, <laughs> uh, Sam Graham, it's over. It's finally fucking over. And maybe
2: take a, take a
1: nap. Oh, Let's start the show.
0: Prime. Sam Houston. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. Ray J, the fucking Gunner Graham. of a Lord! looks great in shorts. Sam Graham. Sam Graham. Fucking United. Fucking United.
1: Hello and welcome to the Drunken United Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League as told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me is just the tired, so tired, Samuel Graham.
2: What up? Absolutely exhausted. I just, uh, you know, given that it was the final game of the season this weekend, I do want to just... Take one last opportunity to thank uh, Mr. Adam for writing that lovely song for us. Uh, and little did he know that when he wrote it on this fateful day, I will be absolutely reeking of fucking Malort by the time we're done. If I recall, it is four shots you need to do. Yeah, this one
1: for the loss and three for the money. <laughs> um, I do not. Ha- I do not forget and I remember last year when I had to do four because my team also (laughs) lost on the last day as well. Yes. um, The utter and complete asshole you were the entire fucking time (laughs) you were making me do all four shots of my... Oh uh, Lord, my Lord! So there we go. Yeah, words are hard, man. <laughs> Everything's hard. Yeah. You know, we were right. so happy to get football back, and we didn't realize it was just going to be a kick in the nuts. Well, I was the amount of games we I were going to be just, just talking nailed. To somebody
2: with. about this the other day, and they were like, You've, "Why aren't you like super happy?" And every, I'm like, I, "I was," but like I said, think about it like this: you're you're a heroin addict, right? Yep. You uh, get that last little hit. That was us in England. Yeah. You get that last little hit before you go into rehab, you come out of rehab, start hanging out with your old friends again. And then you do all the heroin at once. Yeah. That's how this felt like. Yeah. I was really happy to get it back. you know, that first time I found a vein, it was was like, like, Oh, this was brilliant. Yes. It's back. And then it was just like, I found myself, uh, selling my mattress.
1: Um, yeah. Uh, Wednesday. Uh, yeah, it was Wednesday. The, uh, Liverpool Chelsea match and the Manchester United West Ham match. Oh, yeah, totally didn't watch either one. Yeah, Not at all. Just couldn't do it. I just did a did day at the beach. I was like, no, no, <laughs> just no. Yeah, I was, I was, I listened to it on the radio. I was working,
2: so I couldn't watch it, but uh, I did listen to it on the radio. But there was a couple of times where I turned on podcasts <laughs> and didn't listen to the games. Yeah. Well, yeah, especially if it was a shite one, like I think they had like Brighton Burnley or somebody. Well, I think that was this weekend, but yeah, you take my point. Somebody <laughs> saw a game like that that I just did not give a shit about.
1: I completely forgot. Also, on sometimes like today was uh, first leg of playoffs for Fulham and Cardiff, yep. and I totally meant to watch it, and then I went. It's five o'clock. I didn't watch it. Yep. Hmm, go figure. Yeah, we're recording at Studio <laughs> H, just outside our nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with your footballing friends. Hell, share with all your friends. Especially, let's make sure we're sharing with all of our new Leeds supporters and West Bromwich supporters as well, because we would like to bring them on to the fold also.
2: Are there a lot of French supporters of those oh, clubs?
1: Yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Words are hard. Words are hard. Uh, yeah. I've said that four times already. If that's not the show title, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Supportiel. Uh, should you want to get in touch with us, there's many ways that you can. Sammy, please tell the good people how they can get in touch.
2: Yes, definitely. Uh, on the interwebs, we are at DU Football Show. That is on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And then DU Show at gmail.com to get in touch via email. And we love your correspondence. We respond to DMs usually pretty quickly.
1: <laughs> uh, and it's a bunch of fun uh, with the banter and everything else. So oh, absolutely. Make, make sure you get involved. And uh, also, from last week, it is nice to be back in Studio H doing the show again. While the yes. Zoom was uh, an experiment and interesting and fun, and we now know when we go on vacations, we can we can pull it off. Uh, you start to realize all the um ah, so's and ases uh, oh, yeah. that when Mel cuts out and makes me sound <laughs> so much better than woo. Well, that, was a, t- not, that was a tough <laughs> listen. Yeah,
2: not not even just that. Part of the the extra amount that there was. Was the internet delay? Oh, yeah. Oh, souls and yeah. So it would start off, and you'd be like, Oh, hey, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then you'd stop for a second. I would start to talk, and then you would like it would resume. Right. And I was, Oh, uh, 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 uh. yeah. And, and I couldn't control
0: the volume. I thought it was cool to play the sound cues live, right. but I couldn't control the volume. And so you yeah. couldn't even hear the freaking chicken bit last week. Well, yeah. wasn't
2: it with, didn't you have, um, it was just on your laptop. Yeah, it was on my laptop. Didn't you have like multiple windows, and it was like you had to oh, click yeah. back and forth and try. Oh, to find. I was and I That's was hitting them all. It
0: was fine, but it, I just couldn't control the volume. That I couldn't tell like was I loud, was I not loud, and yeah. Yeah, and then of course mm-hmm. my family had no respect for me whatsoever, and of course not coming yeah. around. And fortunately, I was muted half the time. You know, so you're welcome, Taylor. I Ross. feel like Jan's
2: bit was pretty yeah. good, though. <laughs> that's
1: pretty, <laughs> that's on, on injury time. On injury time, yeah. <laughs> good old Mo- Jan. Momo, my uh, my daughter. <laughs> oh yes, which we'll talk about uh, that a little later. Do you want
0: to talk about that now or later? Later.
1: All later. right. I, I was gonna save that for injury time.
0: There's a well. <laughs> that's mean for Alan because
1: he keeps threatening to buy it. Let All him right. buy it. Well, hey, then, say it. By you the wanna way. buy it? <laughs>
0: if Alan, you want to, on injury time you it, it, can find out about Sam's daughter
2: if you big Sam's daughter big
0: Sam's daughter
2: if you would like to buy uh, injury time you can do so oh. at www.patreon.com dufootballshow football show yeah that, um, that caused some hubbub and for a cool five bucks a month you could be the proud owner of
1: Injury Time and sound check, Absolutely. And a sticker and a handwritten card, which I still need those damn addresses, woman. I've got
0: them for you. I give them to you.
1: Now, I did have one quick thing that my daughter
2: wanted me to do. (laughs) Your daughter,
0: not his daughter.
2: My daughter wanted me to do, not your daughter. Uh, She had some words of wisdom for you. Okay. uh, And she wanted me, which I'm doing, to record your response. Okay. Um, She said that based on your result against Bournemouth, that you need to just give up on Everton. Those
1: are her words of wisdom <laughs> to you. Uh,
2: That's a smart
0: observation Tegan, by that little girl. Tegan,
1: you're, you're, you're a young lass, and you have, do not understand that that is actually, that game meant fuck all to us. <laughs> like, literally fuck all to us. So Clearly. It was, they, they just didn't care.
0: Thank God Aston Villa didn't need you.
1: Uh, apparently, though, we were uh, posting the scores of the other games on the on the, score, yeah. on the scoreboards while the game was going on. How disrespectful
2: <laughs> is that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Well, let's actually get back into talking about the, uh, you know, we haven't even gotten through the intros yet. Like, you know, Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit <laughs> industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So is the red-blooded Americans we are. We vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. Besides your four shots of Malort, Sam... What else are we drinking tonight? Uh, we have Old Line Navy Strength Rum. Uh, that is bottled in
2: Highland Town, uh, which is a neighborhood in Baltimore, very near to my house. I was going to say, real close to your house. Yeah. Um, so they import a Dominican rum. Um, they finish aging it and then bottle it there. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially 114 proof. Um, we did it in a punch, which I'm sure you will talk about in a minute. It is aged in all ex-bourbon barrel. You can find it for $41.99 to $44.99. And they take the... I guess, uh, pointed point, poignant point. I don't know what I'm trying to say there. Mel, delete this. It is... (laughs) Words are hard. (laughs) They uh, make it a very big
1: deal that it's all aged
2: between 8 and 11 years.
1: Right. Well, the reason behind that is, is remember with rum, is the oldest rum that goes into the bottle is what the number you can put on the bottle. So you can have... It's
2: opposite of whiskey.
1: Right. There's a 21-year-old rum out there that's literally got a drop of 21 year-old rum in it and it's a bunch of 3-year-old rum. I sell but it. yeah, but it doesn't say but it doesn't say 3-year-old rum. It says 21-year-old rum. That's just how that's how the Dominican works. So a lot of people take credence in knowing what the real ages are. So when they go around and say, "Hey, look, it's a $50 rum because it's 8 to 11-year-old rum." Right. All of it. Yep. Every single drop. There's not there's not a 2-year-old in here. And like, tell us about your punch. Absolutely. So just made a simple rum punch. Honestly, it was the uh, juice killer, as I like to call it. Had leftover juices from the beach. So we have first off the Navy Strength rum. Then we have some pineapple juice. We have some cranberry. We have the blackberry simple syrup that I made from two weeks ago, from that cocktail. Put in two different types of bitters. I have a aromatic uh, uh, barrel-aged bitter. And then I had a grapefruit lavender bitter in there. A little bit of soda water to give it some fizz. And then before I poured it into the glasses, I poured some of your uh, Parrot Bay coconut rum, took a little mini out of the freezer and poured it into the bottom of the glass to give it a little bit of a little more flavor. There you go. Um, <coughs> tastes like fruit punch. You know, if yep. I if I had some limes laying around, I would have put some citrus in this just to give it a little more tartness. But the idea is uh, sometimes you just got a bunch of leftover stuff and you need to take a picture and make a bunch of booze.
2: Yeah, it's... It's lovely, Um, very refreshing on a day that reached 101 in the Baltimore region today.
1: Shitty day.
2: And what else should people do? Uh,
1: Drink responsibly. Very good, very good. Do you read all your notes? No. (laughs) Because it does say, remember to say drink responsibly, you fucking tool. Now that you've been saying it, I wish to compliment you on doing so, but I'm hiding it in all cap locks to see if you read my notes, which clearly you didn't. I don't read yelling. I feel attacked, <laughs> and I don't like it. I just I just figured if I <laughs> threw a compliment in there, you wouldn't notice it. <laughs> Definitely didn't. Let's have a good show, kids. Do well, guys.
0: <laughs> this is delicious.
1: All right, let's not suck. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, Sam, words are hard. Words are hard. Yeah. Uh, we. I read <laughs> the show sheets. So I'm not even going to bother muting myself. <laughs> Go ahead, Houston. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> we again open with the bottom of the table uh, as the midweek matches uh, set the table for an exciting conclusion to the season. Producer Mel, you can breathe a big sigh of relief.
0: Holy crap! That game was so nerve wracking.
1: Aston Villa one, Arsenal nil. Aston Villa one, West Ham one, Arsenal <laughs> three, Watford two, Man City four, Watford nil, Bournemouth three. Everton won. Let's start with Tuesday, Sam. A big day and a big swing and a complete change Ooh. in the standings. Absolutely. Um, it really
2: came down to, I think, and basically the Watford let Nigel Pearson go.
1: Oh, yeah. I blame um, it a thousand percent on they that. They look
2: disorganized. They They didn't play to the level that they had been playing in the last few weeks since the restart. Um, since nigel pearson took over uh and basically in that game coupled with villa's 1-0 win at arsenal which i'm sure will come on to soon enough <laughs> overturned the entire goal deficit uh that they needed that villa needed i'm sorry so it went was went from 3 down to 1 up yep and that was just absolutely crazy 4 down to 1 up 4 down to 1 it up it was a yep. five goal swing yeah yep. and um and so that just it Provided the platform for a
1: very exciting final day. Oh, It was a fantastic final day. It was really fun. This Glad the, all three of our teams were involved in probably yeah. the, the higher drama matches. Uh, taking nothing away from the Champions League stuff, it's you're either in the Champions League or, in, or you're in Europe. And I get right. it. There's more money for Champions League. But at the end of the day, it's, it's survival. Survival's the real story. And uh, it was very fun for all three of our teams to kind of be involved in, in that.
2: Oh, I, I'll tell you one thing which I'm also sure we'll come on to here in just a moment, it was very fun sending Fat Drake down. (laughs) Let's just put that out there right
1: now. (laughs) Made you a very happy boy, (laughs) huh? Absolutely. Look at those cojones, you twat. So, Villa hold on. Grealish scores the story goal. Of course he does. And then Grealish gets a deflection (laughs) to give up a goal (laughs) a minute
2: later. (laughs) um, One minute later to absolutely just
1: put hearts and mouths And have the squeakiest of bum times. And right as that happened was when Bournemouth had just scored scored to go three to one, which then meant if Villa lost, Villa was going down because Bournemouth would have passed him in the standings. In goal differential. Yeah, they would have
2: tied on points and um, Bournemouth overturned Mm. their piece of the goal differential. Yeah.
0: Whose fault was that? Jack Relish. No, fucking Everton. Oh, oh,
2: you're talking about Bournemouth. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's specifically Jordan uh, Pickford's fault. Oh,
1: goal number three. Oh, Jesus. That was a fucking mess. Absolutely pitiful.
2: And also, how you let Dominic Solanke score again, I'll never know.
1: Uh, Dude, I've never seen a more dominant two to one behind half than I did in the first half of Everton Bournemouth. They scored on the penalty early, then it was all Everton till the goal. All Everton the rest of the half till set piece and shades of Marco Silva's uh, zonal marking happened and Solanke scored. Yeah. M- my mom would have scored from that <laughs> header because he was that wide open. Right. There was nobody there. Nobody even fucking close to him. Because, you know, why would you want to cover the guy running on the near post? on a uh, free kick because that would be the last guy you want to cover especially when it's dominic make sure you cover the guy at the 18 you know i mean the ball might pop out to him you know like don't (laughs) let the one free guy run through but yeah very very fun funny to just kind of watch and then the second half they started off pretty lively everton and it looked like you kind of felt like okay it's going to be a 2-2 game and that'll be the end of it and then Pickford gives up the shit goal, and you could just tell the whole Everton, which is like, all right, fuck it, season's completely over. Completely
2: deflated, yep. yeah. Um, I do want to throw a quick mention uh, for the Arsenal-Villa game. Um, we didn't even manage a shot on target. Mm-hmm. You could tell Villa just wanted it more, period, and despite the very, very low possession stats for Aston Villa, they completely dictated that game from behind. Oh, God, yeah. And, and put us under the cosh,
1: and they walked out worthy winners. I liked how uh, Arteta phrased it in his uh, post-presser as well. He was like, they wanted it more. They needed it more. They got it. And, yeah. and I need to teach my boys that you need to want it that bad every week. All the time. Yeah. Because the other thing, and, and no disrespect
2: to you, Mel, but at, at that point, we could have relegated two clubs this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And easily. Absolutely. Right. And not that I, I wanted to see you go down or anything, but that was that. That's the type of ruthlessness that we need to find as Arsenal to get back amongst the conversation for Champions League again. Right. Without that ruthlessness, we're fucked. And we showed our weak point. We showed our spine is still shaky. And uh, and Villa pounced on it. And and credit to him, they they did exactly what they had to do. And then Captain Jack, Captain Fantastic, oh my did did his job. Um, and then. He also reminded everybody why he's still at Aston Villa. The text, and, uh,
1: <laughs> the text from so, Melissa was so great. Yeah. Fuck, 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 fuck. fuck. Well, no, no, The first part, like, this <laughs> well, this will be what? on his highlight want? reel forever. This is the moment that dreams are made of. Like,
0: that was, that was, that was, that <laughs> and it still might be, but that goal is going to be on his highlight reel. Absolutely. The goal that kept Villa up. And then I'm, as I'm typing that, West Ham scored. And so my next text was, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> Fuck bubbles fuck. No, he thought the bubbles was a mistake. Like double but at fuck. At that fuck. time, I saw the bubbles are dancing the around screen. Dean yeah. Smith. And I was like, fucking fucking bubble bubbles.
1: <laughs> fucking fucking bubbles bubbles. <laughs> you can't name a show that, but that's a pretty good one too. I was
0: so, I was so annoyed at those bubbles.
1: Yeah, that was yeah. that is kind of surprising because normally the way the Premier League has always played out, it ends up going the way of like the complete opposite. Like, okay. They go up one, nothing normal history would dictate. They go down, then lose two to one and get sent down kind of odd in that regard. You know, like this was very odd to see the way it should play out played out. Yes, absolutely. Again, for me with Villa, it was, it was not that I think they're a particularly great team. I think they're going to be in the same trouble next year, especially once they lose Jack. I don't think they'll necessarily lose Mings because Mings, they're going to ask a lot for and Mings is very injury prone. So I don't think that there's a need for him at other clubs. Let me ask you a question. (laughs) First, everybody needs a center back right now. Oh, of course, Mm -hmm. of course, of course. Do
2: you think... How long does Jack Grealish have left on his contract?
0: I have no idea. You're the pontificators. I just throw in pop shots.
2: (laughs) True. I... I would venture to say it's probably two to three years. Okay, and you will demand a fair wage for him, a fair amount of money, a fair yeah. transfer fee for him.
1: There may not be a hundred. There may not be eighty million no- for him. Nobody's got fuck you money right now. No one has fuck you money right. Chelsea now. Chelsea does, and they've already spent it, and they need to spend more because they need a goalie and but a bunch. They of also defenders. have three players that play that position. Right. They don't need another one. Right. They don't and
2: because also now loan rules are going to come into play. <laughs> so now they'll have six players in
1: that position. Yeah. Right. <laughs> If anything, they're going to be the people selling people. Exactly. Yeah. I don't
2: think he fits in at Manchester United with the arrival of Bruno Fernandes. I don't think he fits in at Liverpool. No. They're stacked. I don't think he fits in at City with Phil Foden coming through and Pep all but fondling his balls. He could fit with you, but you won't have the money. We could absolutely use him. 100%, but we won't have the money for him. You it. won't have the money No, not at him. all. Not when we have such glaring issues at the back.
1: God, There's he, no way. He'd thrive at you guys, too. I think so. Do do what Ozil was supposed to do? Yeah, right.
2: Do you see our new Away shirts? No, I have not. All white, red kind of veins running through it. Uh-huh. Very skinny vein. Uh, people were comparing it to a varicose vein diagram. Uh huh. Oh. Um, but apparently, it's a red accent on the marble that was at the old Highbury is the real thing. Oh, cool. Yeah. Eh, except for I thought it was a a uh, kind of MRI colorized of Ozil's pinched nerves in his back from sitting in the gaming chair too long. Heard. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead
1: and uh, let, let's put a bow on the two teams that are going down. Uh, for Bournemouth, does Hal stay? Does Hal go? I mean, clearly there's going to be players that they're going to lose. Obviously, they're losing Frazier. They're probably going to lose um, uh, Joshua King and uh, uh, Colum Wilson, I would imagine.
2: Yeah, I was listening to a couple of pundits today on Sirius XM uh, FC 157, and they were saying that it's probably the best time right now for Eddie Howe to step away. Yeah. Reason being, Bournemouth are a club of limited means. They were the smallest ground in the Premier League. Without fans, they have been one that have actually hurt big time from COVID. Right. Um, they don't have the commercial viability as some other clubs. They're going to need the parachute payments to stay afloat, basically. Um, So I don't see a lot of new blood coming in. And instead of letting him tarnish his reputation further and then getting fired in November when they're 15th in the championship. Right. Because that's where they're going to
1: be. Absolutely. They're going to start very slow. They're not going to be a team that comes back up. Nah, not straight away. I don't think so at all. I'm not even sure if they're ever going to be a team that comes back up again. We've got to remember, like you said, this is one of the smallest grounds in all of professional soccer. Yeah. Uh, all of professional. Absolutely. The, the, the English Football League.
2: Right. In the league. Yeah. yeah. In the top four. In the uh,
1: the, uh They the were a League two side at one point. Yep. At the verge of going out of the league. And it was him who got them all the way to the premiership. Yeah. Let's leave it on a good note. And kept them there for five years. Yeah,
2: Let's leave it on a good note. Yeah. So get out. His stock remains relatively Mm -hmm. high. He can take a a little bit of a hiatus. Let the legend grow a little bit, if you will. And then go into Burnley when Sean Dice fucks off or goes into, you know, into Everton in two years when Carlo fucks off into retirement Mm -hmm. um, and gets a house in the Algarve. Who knows? Uh, right, but I th- I think he needs to leave. I think that that was an absolutely astute assessment uh, from some of the pundits that I heard. You know this from this game, and we'll we'll talk about Norwich uh, a bit later. Obviously, getting stomped right. by Manchester City five nil. But this was the the result. This was the uh, coupled with the Leicester going down with a fight. Yeah, that we just laughing at Norwich. They didn't even give a shit. Right. <laughs> Right, You know, normally you see this from a relegation-threatened club where they turn it around and they still go down. And credit to him for figuring out a way. I mean, granted, the Leicester game, Casper Schmeichel, helped a lot. Right. <laughs> but the, this was the going down with the fight. This was what you see and, and how happy he was, the third goal. I mean, you saw he just stood in one spot, just, yeah, like that on the sidelines. And then, because at that point he knows we've done all we can do. We did our job. Yeah, we did our thing, and and Villa ended up getting the draw, which condemned them
1: uh, to the championship. Right now, for Watford, interesting scenario. Really, the biggest thing is they need to be able to stick with leadership for longer than ten months. Yeah, they fired. They've had what four managers
2: a season, and if if you include
1: the interim, and even before that, no coach lasts a year. Mm -mm. No coach lasts a full year. It's always somebody coming in mid-season and so getting fired by the Kike, middle of the next. Kike
2: sanchez Flores lasted a full season, didn't he? And then got fired like three games in or something ridiculous. Yeah, real quick. Yeah, yeah. that definitely happened. But and the, the Pozo now, families, I don't know what they're doing, man. And I don't know that they're known for being astute business people and all that kind of stuff. I don't know how they're going to cope with a championship.
1: Now, well, well, here's the thing for them is knowing how wealthy they are as a family they also worked it with smoke and mirrors when they were down in the championship with a lot of loan moves and getting people because obviously they had ties to Udinese as well. Udinese and Granada, I think, yeah. in Spain. So yeah. they were they were able to really kind of work the system, like I said, with smoke and mirrors mostly. They'll probably do that again, but if you don't have any legitimate, established leadership of that club outside of your now aging captain... You're you're bound to go up and down, up and down, up and down, because what you need is let's take Burnley as that example. Is the whole time they went up and down the first the first couple of times, it was Sam Dyche in charge. Still Sam Dyche in charge. Sean Sean sorry Sean Dyche. But that's that is where there's proven leadership in that situation, and that is not something that that the Watford organization has ever done. Sammy. We're both, uh, we both owe shots to for for our losses this we week. We do.
2: I, I, Please. One quick thing. Yeah, go right ahead. Um, I don't want to underplay either how important West Ham getting that point against Manchester United mm-hmm. was to Villa's survival.
1: Oh, it made West Ham not care. It made West Ham safe. They West didn't Ham, have they to safe. chase
2: the game. No. And part of the Clareton Blue Brigade, I think, did just solid there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now absolutely. you all played very well and you wanted it and you deserved it. I completely give you that. Yeah. But you made West Ham not need it.
0: No, and I'm <laughs> glad we went out scoring. Like I came I mean stayed up scoring. I, I said before, if we can't score, we can't stay up and we don't deserve to stay up. So
2: Absolutely. Number one, goals are the best mm-hmm. bit. That's why we all watch this game is to watch the goals. And secondly, you can't win a fucking football match if you don't score.
1: <laughs> so let's go ahead and do our shots. I figure let's do them simultaneously for uh Melissa. Absolutely. For her staying up?
2: Sounds good.
0: Except you're not going to do this shot. Why? I'm going to take it for you. We Aww. wouldn't be staying up if it wasn't for Arsenal. Aww. So this and is to uh, take, well, you still have three coming later. Hold so. on, yeah, and there's one
1: of them right now. Fuck <laughs> off.
0: <laughs> Damn it, I didn't know you were going to do that, you son of a bitch. But I uh, I had told Sam this already, that if uh, we stay up, and fucking African didn't help, but Arsenal did help. So <laughs> well, I figure I wanted to take your shot for you and do it Chicago-style to celebrate Aston Villa being 17th in the EPL, bitches!
2: (laughs) That's awesome. Cheers, kids. Um, Another fun fact, you know Aston Villa founded by Scotsmen? Yes. Huge Scottish ties? Yes. The second goal in Arsenal's game was scored by our newest Scottish left-back, Kieran Tierney, against Watford. Just pass the ball right in the back of the net. It's fucking brilliant. So
0: uh, up the Villa, and cheers, Arsenal. Cheers
2: to being safe. Yep. Still tastes like shit.
1: (laughs) Champions League. (laughs) That was delicious. (laughs) Mine was tasty. Uh, Because it tasted like safety. Um. (laughs) (laughs) It tasted like your childhood blanket. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Champions League and Europa spots were uh, on the line to add to the final day of drama. Manchester United 2, Leicester nil. Man U 1, West Ham 1, Chelsea 2, Wolverhampton nil, and Tottenham 1, Palace 1. I am holding back the other Chelsea match for Liverpool for later on.
2: Okay, so, good. Because that
1: needs to be talked about.
2: <laughs> that was a fucking wild game.
1: Good. That you can talk all you want about it because I didn't watch it. I didn't watch the <laughs> highlights. I had no desire to watch those fucking chumps lift the fucking trophy.
2: All right, let's just say this. It was the very first EPL game that actually had a physical tree on the
1: fucking pitch. Oh, and in in the net, Kepa. (laughs) Rooted. (laughs) Rooted to the spot for everything. He pulled an old Sam Houston tree trunk, huh? (laughs) Oh, big time tree trunk, yeah. Except for, I would normally only do that once every other game. He did it for four straight goals. From now on, we no longer refer to him as Keppa. His name is Groot. Groot. <laughs> 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 um, midweek, uh, Manchester United, like you said, gets the one-one draw against West Ham, which keeps West Ham safe. They were given the golden opportunity as Chelsea had lost, and of course, um, earlier in the uh, or the weekend, you had uh, Spurs kick the ever-loving crap out of Leicester. I mean, it was the opportunity was there for them to jump everybody, absolutely. But it didn't matter because on Sunday they did what they needed to do, which was beat. Lester, correct.
2: Now United, let me look exhausted. Can we just say that? Oh God, yeah. They look absolutely knackered. Um, but they had a very bright start to the game. Martial and Greenwood both got chances. Um, West Ham were equal to them. Uh, it was a very strange uh, on the stroke of halftime, as uh, Pogba's reaction seemed to take over as he made a better save than De Gea made all season,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> gifting West Ham that penalty. Um, which Mikhail Antonio, in such fine form, knocked home with a plum. Yep. And uh, that was basically that. And then the loveliest of one twos uh, saw Greenwood uh, score to, mm-hmm. uh, to level the game. Um, and great play from Fabianski and, and the lads to, uh, to hold out there and ensure their safety. United are back in the Champions League, Sam. United are back in the Champions League. I don't know how the Norwegian gym how? teacher did
1: it. H- I have how? no fucking clue. H- I- how? I don't know. Will the supporters be happy that they're back in Champions League? Or will they be like, we didn't le- win the league, fuck off? Like they no, normally they, are. They, they will be happy.
2: Absolutely be happy about it. Because they don't feel as though they belong in the Europa <sighs> League. Um, then, besides that, sorry, my daughter, uh, my daughter broke her phone. Uh-huh. So, she's using my iPad while she's up with her mother. Mm-hmm. And so, all of her... It's my Apple ID on the iPad. Got it. So, whenever they FaceTime to play Fortnite together, my phone goes off. Heard. Very good. That <laughs> so was distracting. Um she playing Fortnite with Ozil? Could be. Actually, it wouldn't be a bad thing. Maybe jump on the live stream and uh, make us some money. <laughs> they, uh... <laughs> um, I need it, as we'll come on to. <laughs> Heard. We, um... No, so, yes, they'll absolutely be happy. They, they are a club that traditionally deserves to be in the Champions League. Uh, obviously, have gone through a, a big rebuilding stage, and that rebuilding seems to be coming to fruition finally. Um, that last piece of the puzzle seems to be in place, and then De Gea starts acting the way De Gea acts uh, occasionally. And oh,
1: good thing you didn't just sign him to a new extension. Oh, wait, you did. Oh, you did. For six fucking years, I think it fucking was. Fucking hell.
2: So it's, um, yes, they will be happy. That will afford them a, a huge amount of cash uh, where you could basically count out financial fair play at this point uh, for them. Mm-hmm. And they will be able to strengthen. I think they need to add another center back. I think they need to add, Brandon Williams looks good, still wet behind the ears. Yeah, He's going to need, um, they're going to need a solid left back as well.
1: Especially um, with the amount Luke Shaw gets hurt.
2: Correct. Uh, I think Fred could use an upgrade, although he does a decent job when he gets on the field uh, in recent months. But I think they could use an upgrade in that position. And Nemanja Matic, I think, is 33-34. And basically, one of the goals on Sunday, or one of the chances that Lester had on Sunday, they didn't score, obviously, uh, was his fault
1: completely. It'll It'll be McTominay and Fred, but you certainly need a third person. Just in case if Fred starts to disappear again. But McTominay's still
2: still so young. Yeah.
1: They 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 need a third. They need a third central. Yeah. Can Hitler we end. talk about uh,
2: Johnny Evans tackle on Scott McTominay? Please go right ahead. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> it was absolutely a straight red. He knew it straight away. Ball kind of ping-ponged about and uh, and Johnny Evans decided it was a good idea to lunge for it over top of it for yeah. some reason yeah, and just go studs up right into the middle of the shin of, yeah. And yeah. luckily Ow. he was able to jump. If his foot was properly planted, Johnny Evans would have broke his leg.
1: Oh God. Yes, absolutely. Um, he would have,
2: but uh McTominay was able to, to kind of dodge the worst of it and, uh, and caught a, a painful one for sure. And, and <laughs> Johnny Evans deserved to go. I think it was Martin Atkinson had that game. Yep. And uh, just the, the smug look on his face, you know, with the the disappointment of who I assume is a grandfather at this point, the disappointment on his face would have would have made any of us in
1: our mid 30s shudder. <laughs> of course, Jesse Lingard scores, guaranteeing himself another uh, 10 million dollars in the transfer move that he's going to get. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Instead of being 20 million, he's now 30 million <laughs> cash for Schmeichel at it again. Oh, Jesus. Uh, some would say. Bruno
2: Fernandes, uh, obviously, there was a penalty awarded as well in this game. Johnny Evans and
1: Wes Morgan were lucky to stay on the pitch after. <laughs> Wes after Morgan that is challenge. always lucky to stay on the pitch. That, that big Jamaican likes to fuck people up, man. Yeah. That is when he's on the pitch, he' gonna hurt you.
2: Oh, he's properly good at it too. And they came together uh, to make Martial into just a, a wee little French baguette. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They just they they did him something serious, turned him into a sandwich, and uh, and that was that. But uh, Bruno Fernandez, yeah, you're only a hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah, yeah, and Precisely. he did all fucking three. Yes, he did uh, once again in his pants penalty off, run up. Off. Yeah. <laughs> now nah, this one's not pants off, dance off. This is um this is hopscotch. It's stutter, stutter, stutter. Jump real high. Keeper dives on the jump, and he's done it four times in the last three weeks. Right. Uh, One of our new followers on Instagram, actually, uh, tagged us, I don't know if you saw this, in a post made by someone else about these, I think it was 17 uh, penalties that Manchester United have been awarded this season, which, of course, is the most in the Mm -hmm. Premier League. That happens every year, though. Oh, yeah. They do every year. the key thing. And also, please save room for david louise who probably gave up about 17 by himself this oh, season oh yeah <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> definitely.
2: no that is a record uh he gave up five most by any one player in a single premier league season david louise
1: well done <laughs> hey if you're gonna win at something make sure you win <laughs> really fucking well <laughs> gonna be number one Beat number one by a fucking mile yeah absolutely and it, the hair just makes it
2: more comical for me. So for you some you
1: mentioning the Bruno Fernandez uh, penalty kick. I do want to just real quick go back to the four nothing loss. City um, Watford feel awful for Ben Foster who dives, the ball's going the other way, throws up his top arm on the penalty, saves it, only to knock it right in front of the middle of the net for Raheem Sterling to knock back in. Yeah. I mean. Gorgeous penalty save. You're just Great like, save. holy shit. Oh, and never just par- mind. parried it into the wrong position. Yep. Yeah, yep. it sucks. I mean, he's diving away. The ball's coming back center. He somehow swings the arm up and around, only to knock it right back down in front of Raheem Sterling to just tap right the fuck in.
2: <laughs> yeah. Also, before we end the segment, I do want to make a quick mention, too, for Danny Welbeck, uh, who we did relegate with Rotf- uh, Watford. Yeah. Obviously, a former gunner. Once a gunner, always a gunner. But in every war, my friend, there's always some friendly fire. It's
1: cute. You think we're done? We still got three more games in this segment. Nah, we don't. Uh, so, um, <laughs> with with Lester, how do you think Lester fans feel? If you tell them you're going to be fifth place at the start of the season, you're going to feel pretty good. But if you're going to tell them you're third place the entire year and then completely ship it after you beat a team 9 nothing, and end up being in fifth place, how do you feel about it now? Um. I think that they are still in a position as a club
2: to be thankful for where they are,
1: okay, yeah, I mean it's
2: a mid table club in general, um, but that being said, obviously, where they were all season, they're perfectly within their rights to be gutted, yeah, you know, and yeah. that's that's completely understandable,
1: and it's tough that's a perfect example of the margins. <laughs> the mid-table clubs live on, right? What <clears throat> pardon me. What Everton live on with their financial strengths, how much they can buy, what Leicester lives on and how much they can buy. What um Wolves live on and how much they can buy. If the wrong people get hurt all at the wrong fucking time, and then God forbid, your main center back gets a red card. And suddenly you're missing your starting center back, your starting right back, your string puller up top um in, in Madsen, who is a game changer for them. They are a completely different team. Without him, yeah, absolutely. And then off and on throughout the entire season, you're losing you you don't have Ndidi, who we've talked about is damn near as important as Conte was during their championship run, as 100%. far as a holding as far as a holding uh, midfielder went. 100%. And you could just see the hairline margin, the absolute hairline hairline margin that those guys live on all of those clubs together so it it, if it was me i'd be gutted as an everton fan to be like i was there the whole fucking time yeah and then we lost it you know well we're gonna play in europe but then you're like we were fuck man we were right fucking there yeah we had it we had it all we had to do was like Beat fucking Bournemouth for fuck's sake. Yeah. Like, beat fucking Bournemouth. No, absolutely.
2: They had it in their hands, and they they let it slip. You're absolutely right. Besides uh, that, though, I mean, you, three years ago, well, four years ago, they were in 20th of Christmas and almost got relegated. Pearson gets let go, and the following season, 5,000 to 1, 5,000 yep. to 1. So if you want to, for a club that's never done it, never lifted a proper big trophy, right, mm-hmm. from where I sit, Fuck you, be having what you got. Yeah. For 25 years, the entire time I've supported my club, we've been in the Champions League and for the last three. We haven't, right?
1: Chanchum might not be in Europe. For the
2: entire time I've supported my club, we've been in Europe.
1: hmm And there is a very big possibility that we won't be. So Chelsea completely manhandle Wolves, and now Wolves needs Chelsea's help. Yep, This next week in Absolutely. the FA Cup final.
2: 100%. It is a chance for Frank to to win a trophy with the club that he played for forever and is a legend at. And that's, that's a, a very big deal for him. And I'm sure he will have his boys motivated. Uh, the way that we dispatched Liverpool and City in the games that we needed, I think that we have a good chance of stopping them, which is not something I often say about our defense. Right. But... Uh, we don't have, you know, the last thing Mikel Arteta did as a player was win an FA Cup with Arsenal as well. Right. And he'll be looking to stamp his authority. Uh, so I think that's going to be an excellent game. I think it's worth the five bucks. Subscribe to ESPN Plus for a month.
1: I know it's annoying. Right. But do it. It's going to be a great game. Watch that game. going to be a great game. It is annoying that it's a uh, cup final and that it's going to be on a pay site, that it's not going to be on a... uh, On
2: free. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. And it's ESPN doing a money grab. But this particular
1: instance, it's worth the five bucks. Oh, it's going to be a phenomenal game. Uh, Chelsea fans, supporters, they have to be over the moon with this season.
2: They have to be. Absolutely. With the transfer ban, especially. With the transfer ban, they were... I mean, Pulisic obviously arrived in the summer, but they Mm -hmm. bought him in January. They... Didn't strengthen anywhere, for real. Right. Pulisic was also hurt for a while. And now you're starting to see him really come to light and his talents
1: come to to the fore. All of the kids did exactly what they needed to do at the right time. All the veterans seemed to do their job just well enough. Everything seemed to mold perfectly. Yeah. And this was while still playing... Champions League, all the cup competitions of which one of them you get to a final in, you know, and the League Cup you got pretty far in as well. So it, it's you have to be happy. Absolutely. Right? You have to be. I mean, I know the expectation of that club is to win trophies. And, and even if you lose to Arsenal in the FA Cup final, you still have to look at that and just go all we're about to get way better i mean this is the the, they are hands down the most interesting story of the summer and the start of next season 100 they're the only club of money 1000 all the players that they've already started to bring in 100 all the players they're about to bring in as well and the fact that they have a damn near close to 100 million dollar keeper that they don't want and they can't sell which is going to be also incredibly interesting to see how they handle that situation. I mean, it's and one of the best number twos in the business in Willie Caballero. Yeah, I, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. I I can't like I can't believe it because I'm not necessarily a fan of Chelsea because every year it's just like oh there they are again right there in second or third place or oh they won a league this year woohoo you know yeah. just kind of unassuming in in that regards as just as a neutral right I'm completely fascinated by what they're going to be this summer completely 100%. fascinated hundred percent. I think my last little bit on the FA Cup final
2: for the main show, because we are going to go in-depth into injury time, which you can find at www.patreon.com backslash show. Uh, for a small donation per month, you can get access to that uh, extra content. So what I will say, last thing about the FA Cup final, uh, that also pertains to this game, is for the last three to four games running, Olivier Giroux uh, mainly, but in this particular game, also Mason Mount, both scored an injury time in the first half. Yeah. So, 11 men behind the ball as soon as the clock hits 44 minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, See it out. Yep. Just if you can stop them scoring then, you can stop them scoring at any other point. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> uh, that's three or four games in a row now that I think Giroud scored an in injury time of the, uh, of the first half. Spurs go
1: out, get their point, secure Europe, but it somehow feels like they went out on a whimper. Doesn't absolutely 100 percent. It? it just odd and and here's here's what i find interesting can the spurs supporters be okay with ugly ass jose ball next year
2: uh, maybe that's it what depends. he does
1: it depends is it going to turn
2: him back a trophy that's the the key right. does it turn him back a trophy if i i think and honestly this this isn't even a dig this is facts Right, the way that Spurs trophy cabinet looks for the amount of money they've invested in the side, for the amount of money they've invested in the stadium, for the amount of money that they've they've promised, they're and no that Jose better is, than Everton, and they're, they're no jo- better than Everton. Correct.
1: Everton has zipped a fucking show for it. Tottenham has zipped a fucking show for it, and they've spent more and built a fucking stadium. Yep, exactly. I mean, we're about to build a stadium, oh, but, but we haven't done it yet. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, fair enough. But the, my, my point is, is, is that they brought in Mourinho because Mourinho wins trophies. Yep. Even if it's a fucking League Cup, right? he wins trophies. And Tottenham haven't had a trophy for a very, very, very long time. Yeah. And if I was a supporter of that club, which I am not, and actively root for their demise, um, having them having Mourinho makes me nervous because I believe that they will win a trophy whether it's this season coming up here or next season, I, I believe that's, that's on the cards, simply because Harry Kane can't stop scoring, right? Hugo Lloris looks as strong as he ever has. Yeah. And Jose Mourinho is pragmatic as fuck and will do anything for results, literally. <laughs> and it seems like from some of their performances of late that the Spurs players are beginning to buy into what Mourinho's saying. You can see it in the way that they play, the way they set up, the way they get behind the ball. You can see boring that, they're, as fuck. that they're starting to buy in. Problem is, is that that works. So What's the
1: old thing? Defense wins championship. True. But going into this season, I think we can both agree that Tottenham was a top-four club and was going to probably vie for a top-four spot. Even yeah, no, with, absolutely. Even with Pochettino, you, you just thought... Going with what this team is, yeah, they're a little tired, but they improved. They added a few new players. They're moving into the new stadium. There's going to be motivation. They're going to do well. Yes. Um, I, I had them finishing very high, very, very high, as we'll find out uh, next week when we do our, uh, our what's-a-funker, our, um, our our, we read our preseason picks. Yes. And when we do that, you'll see that I had them ranked very high. I think the top four clubs next year are very definitively already decided. I think it's Liverpool. I think it's City. I think it's United. And I think it's Chelsea. And I think everybody else is miles behind them, including Spurs. I could agree with that. I could 100% agree with that. Is that going to be okay for Mourinho? Can he somehow figure out a way to crack that top four? Could he? Yes. Because he has before. He won the Champions League
2: with Porto, for fuck's sake. True. He has before. And... I, as much as I hate to say it, and I really do, there's, there's ever the possibility. It, Harry Kane, Son even, they, they have goals in them. They can go out and win games. And a lot of the shit they're playing at the moment has been a little helter-skelter as they transition from Pochettino to, to Mourinho, and you see some of that. They still want to maraud forward. But they're trying to be disciplined, and shit just kind of goes haywire sometimes. Right. (laughs) And it's all over the place. Right. And then they settle back into what the manager wants them to do. But it's absolutely there. Definitely. Are the supporters going to be on board with the brand? If it turns them back a trophy, I don't think
1: they'll give a shit. Okay. Fair enough. That's all that matters. Even if it's just a league cup. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Or they could just uh, go ahead and implode and uh, finish in 10th and Jose could get fired by the middle of the season. Perfect. Wait. Oh, I have
2: one more thing on that. before we. I have the greatest thing. I don't know if it's real. Don't care if it's real. But it has to do with both Tottenham and Chelsea and the unlikely link of Mahatma Gandhi. Okay. There is a meme floating around online that has the Mahatma behind the words in a very picturesque, oblique photo okay the words say i hate tottenham because i'm an arsenal fan but i hate chelsea
1: because i'm a decent human being finishing up the rest of the league finishing it up not rounding up because we're fucking done it's over <laughs> in oh so that happened man city five norwich nil southampton three sheffield one brighton two burnley one Liverpool 5, Chelsea 3, Liverpool 3, Newcastle 1. Man City sends Norwich back down by scoring three goals in the last 10 fucking minutes, Sam.
2: Yeah. The the only thing I want to mention, Man City completely dominated the entire game. The only thing I want to mention is Norwich did have a goal disallowed on seven minutes. Oh, okay. One in which that would have put them on front. The ironic thing about that is they've only scored seven goals away from home the entire fucking season. (laughs) So that number pops up yet again. Norwich go down without a whimper. Um, it was the skinny kid in the bar that got too drunk and thought that he was a big boy, and uh, he just got kicked in the nuts, and that got, was that.
1: got a couple of good punches in and then just got his ass whooped. Yep. Yep. Bye-bye, Norwich. It's like we hardly knew ya. I've already uh, unsubscribed <laughs> how, all how of we, your accounts on Twitter. <laughs> how we hardly knew ye. Saints get three unanswered after the Blades take a lead. Ings this gets his me. final goal and yep. ties Obama yang for second, for second place. Goals. Yeah,
2: that annoyed me.
1: It's been a while, Sam, since we've seen that lower mid-table team have a front man who is in the top five in league scoring. I'm thinking like the you know back to the old Defoe days. Yeah, when he was with Portsmouth.
2: Yes, exactly. And would get those goals
1: even when he was with
2: Tottenham. They Mm -hmm. were they were proper mid-table at that point, right? Yeah, that's a dig. <laughs>
1: it's the truth. Yes. <laughs> but there was, you know, for, for Ings, I, uh, I don't think you want to go get sold. I think you're perfectly good where you are. See out your career. Do it here. That's the right place for you, I think.
2: Yeah. And I mean, Harry Kane does always get hurt. The Euros are next season. What happens if he has that, that injury layoff? Yep. Too close to the Euros. Danny Ings is able to keep his form. You could see him back in the conversation for England next season.
1: Absolutely. You you want a guy who can score goals.
2: 100%. You don't want to go now and be a bit part
1: player at a big club. <clears throat> Why? You really it, don't. It doesn't benefit you. Nope. Uh, one thing that's worth mentioning, Southampton does end up leapfrogging uh, Everton in the table to finish 11th. Um, I am actually kind of relieved by that. Sam? Because that's what Everton used to do every single year at the end of the year. Rattle off a bunch of wins and make you go, oh, yeah, we're going to be great next year. Everything's fine. And then suck fucking balls the start of the year. Not to bring it back to my club, but us winning an FA
2: Cup is whiteout. Liquid paper. (laughs) Liquid paper. Right over the cracks. Yep.
1: (laughs) No, nothing wrong here. We (laughs) We won a trophy. Yeah. See, we're Arsenal. We, we're the all-time FA Cup winners. We're, we're fine. the best. <laughs> we're fine. Nothing to worry about. Not an issue. <laughs> yeah. But that you're exactly right. Don't and, mind and is our leading goal scorer. And, uh, <laughs> you know, golden boot winner goes off to a Champions League side. Don't mind that at all. Yeah. We still have Ozil. It's going to be different this year. <laughs> it's going to be different. <laughs> that's, a, that's exactly right. I mean,
2: and you, that, that is the perfect point, right? Is Everton do do that. Last six games of the season. Best team in the league. Yep. Finishing eighth. Look at that. We're knocking on the door of the Europa League. No, we're not. It's going to get better. No, we're not. Nope. And then Richarlison can't score for 14 games right down the toilet.
1: So I'm (laughs) happier with being in 12th than I would have been if we ended up in ninth. You know, honestly, I'm I'm happy with the losses.
2: Honestly, with the manager you have and the respect he commands and the contact book that he has, that little black book that he has. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that you're going to see some weird things happen. Oh, yeah. With some loan moves, maybe a player swap plus some cash. You're going to see some things go down that you wouldn't normally see out of Everton this
1: summer. Yeah, absolutely agreed. Now, uh, Burnley finishing 10th, like we said, humbly right and smack dab in the middle. But uh, Brighton somehow decided to get a fucking win. I did check earlier. Yeah. There is nothing more mid-table than 10th. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Right in the middle.
2: Nothing more average, mundane, or bullshit than tenth place.
0: You also aced your cognitive test. Thank you,
2: thank you very much. I do well my best. best. It's
1: a goat. <laughs>
2: Charlie Austin coming back up to the Premier
1: League, by the way. Oh, he is. That's a goat. He, That's a joke. What it's did he joke. Say? It's a joke. It's a joke. Yes, sir. Uh, is he with um, West Brom? He is. Uh, it's a joke. It's a joke. I can't <laughs> <So> wait. Fabulous. <laughs> Um, I can't wait till they play Leeds. And they're in side-by-side uh, uh, interview stalls. <laughs> uh, um, Brighton is one of those clubs where they are either going to make the turn and go in the positive direction, or... Pull a Bournemouth. Yeah, it's going to start catching up to them. Yep. It, it's I, I like who they have for, for a manager. I think they're in the right place, and they're playing more attractive football, but will that... Equal success? Who knows? You know, and you saw like with Watford, you dig yourself a big enough hole, it just becomes impossible to get out of. Even when you do get out of it, it's hard to stay out of it. You eventually get dragged back in.
2: Right. Absolutely.
1: Hundred so. percent. And
2: uh, with, I, the only thing I wanted to mention from this game because it was I didn't care for it was the recovery from Eves Basuma. Yeah. Heavy touch. Heavy touch, poor touch. It was absolutely ridiculous. And he recovered well, got the tackle in. And what a fucking strike that was. Mm.
1: I've tried to delay it as long as I can. My next shot? No, no, no. That's that's coming soon. I've got a specific spot for that. All Someone right. very special has a message for you with oh, your next shot. Can't wait.
2: What Taylor have to say?
1: <laughs> From the depths of your taint, what email did he send? <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, not him. <laughs> but, but what's worth uh, mentioning here is um, the beauty of this show is whenever we fuck up big time or have a complete mental lapse and don't pass our cognitive tests, such as I just did, as we're in, she pauses it and I get to come back in. I did say we're coming back in from the taint. The taint remark. <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool win the title and hoist the trophy. <laughs> I couldn't think of a better spot to come in there. Comma, speaking of taints. <laughs> speaking of taints. Um, God, I wish we could put that as a show title. <laughs> speaking of taints. <laughs> in all fairness, it's better than it's better than Blackburn. Like we we you know we sit here and I say oh you're no better than Blackburn you're no better than Blackburn. I, you know what? Um, I kind of argue it's not. Okay. Here's why.
2: It's Blackburn's only title in their history. Got it. Liverpool's done this before. Mm-hmm.
1: Granted, it was 30 fucking years since they've done it, but they've done it before. Do you think supporters of Liverpool are going to look back at this 10 years from now, right? When they've won another title, and it doesn't mean as much, and look at it and go, you know, we could have been one of the greatest clubs in the history of football that season, and we pissed it all the way. We still won our title. We still got that title that we've been missing for 30 years. But we we barely tried in the cup competitions and got knocked out of both of them. Sure, we won the Club World Cup, but nobody takes that competition seriously unless you're the team that wins it.
2: And then <laughs> it's the, the most important trophy in the world.
1: <laughs> but only... Only if you win it. If you don't win it, everybody comes back and goes, ah, fuck off, that was a a waste of time. That was a great two weeks (laughs) in Dubai. Yeah, man, why the fuck they make us do that? That (laughs) sucks. All our guys are now tired. But they they have a chance at breaking the all-time points. They don't. They have a chance at going undefeated. They don't. I'll tell you something. They fucking didn't, okay?
2: (laughs) Right. They fucking didn't. We did get our win against them, and I just want to make sure I rub it in their face a
1: little bit. (laughs) They... (laughs) They had a chance to go undefeated, uh, without a loss or draw at home. At home, yeah. straight wins. They weren't able to do it. They yeah. they had a, a they capitulated a shit one one draw to Burnley. They got Burnleyed by Burnley in their own fucking building. Yeah, like I, I know Liverpool fans are going to tell me I'm bitter, and they're going to try to tell everybody else that they were the greatest club of all time, but they weren't. So they weren't. I'm torn on this.
2: I think, uh, well, I'm not really torn on it. They are. Um, I don't think they're self aware enough to look at that in reflection. Right? Players are just happy they won a title. Absolutely. The other piece of that is they have a very storied history. And it's been 30 years. So to them, to that set of fans, I've been what? It was 2004 for me last time. So I've been
1: 16 years. I've been half that. 1986 for my club.
2: Yeah. It, I don't care how we do it. It'd be the most important thing in the world to me. Yeah. Doesn't do you- matter. You know what I mean? So I, I understand that feeling. I know what they're going through right now because I would That's all I give a shit about. That'd be absolutely fantastic. A 14th FA Cup trophy on Saturday? Brilliant. I'd
1: love it. Wouldn't mean as much as the title. But your team figured out how to be invincible. Oh, yeah. No, I know that. They're, yeah, they're no better than us. Absolutely. City it, 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 City so figured the, out a way after the they already locked the t- title up to still get 100 points. Here's the thing. for For us all, the other
2: 19 clubs, for us, this is the rebuttal to their most important moment for this generation. They haven't won the title in a generation. Right. So for us, this is the rebuttal to, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened on the face of the earth.
1: But they're not. Could have been greater.
2: But they're not wrong for their emotional feelings. Right, they're not wrong for that. To them, this is the most important thing that's ever happened. Well, they're
1: going to say that this is the greatest team to ever win the. Of premier course, would, they are because they're would. cunts.
2: <laughs> thank you, thank you for
1: getting I'm, us where we <laughs> need to get to.
2: I'm just trying. To, I'm yeah. trying to play devil's advocate, of course. So I understand the emotional side, but I don't think that they have the cognitive ability. Speaking of tests. I don't think that they have the ability to, to be that self-aware and reflective where they go. This is a season of could have been's.
1: OK, very fair. I uh, would say they are very much the uh, Donald J. Trump of the Premier League. <laughs> this is the, <laughs> the most bigly, hugely, bestly yeah. <laughs> trophy that's ever been lifted. Besides the FIFA Club World Cup. We, we, we talked about it before uh, over the last couple of shows. If they had one thing and it could be just win a Premier League title, they'd take it. And if it was they won it by a point on the last day because the team that was ahead of them lost, they'd take it. They would take it. it just win a fucking Premier League title. Exactly. Now, now Now the question is, is what kind of team is this next year? Now that they have more competition than just city. Correct.
2: Absolutely. Can they, can they keep it going to be
1: good? United, as long as they stay out of their own way, will be good. Like those teams are, I I can't believe I'm saying this for United, but United's an outside title fucking contender next yep, year. Absolutely. Chelsea is absolutely a title contender. Yep. City, now that they don't have the ban and they always seem to have money, will be a fucking title contender, even though they got to retool. Because if there's one team that knows how to retool, it's fucking City. Yep. Like, Agree. If if you're going to be a great club, your competition just got a lot tougher.
2: Right. A lot tougher. Absolutely. And they don't seem to have very many transfer targets on the books. I haven't heard a lot about rumors surrounding them. You know, Timo Werner signed for Chelsea. They were sniffing around. $50 million buyout clause was too much. Right. So I don't know how much cash they have laying around.
1: They may have to let somebody go. I wouldn't be surprised if they did let somebody go. Uh, but the one thing Shaqiri. that's... The one thing that they've done very well <laughs> is they have signed all of these guys that they got. They got on the cheap. Almost all of them they got for, for under, the most part, under yeah. $50 million transfer fees.
2: For the most part.
1: Uh Quick
2: mm-hmm. Um, Firmino finally scored in front of the cop. Hey, how about that? Good for him. Wonderful cross, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he would have done harder to miss, especially with the tree trunk there. Uh, old Groot
1: in goal. <sighs> Absolutely pitiful display from Kepa. Well, that's the reason why he got benched for Caballero yep. in the uh, final, final game, game, game of the season. season.
2: Most, impo- most expensive goalkeeper in history. Yeah. And this is, he gets a hand to one shot. Yeah, precisely. A weak hand to one shot.
1: <laughs> kind of lovely for Alex Oxley Chamberlain to uh, be the one that scored it. I mean, at least Jordan made a couple of good fucking saves in the Bournemouth match. Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. He had a couple right. of dead to right one on ones that he made like really good saves. Keppa faced five shots and allowed five goals. <laughs> like, so I don't know if,
2: I don't know if. Chelsea's defense is as
1: bad as people make it out to be? I don't think it is. Or if they just don't trust their goalkeeper. I think they're very old on the wings, and I think they need to replace Marcus Alonso only has so much left. The murderer. As as Bulaqueta is, you know, a legend. Don't want to get sued. Um, (laughs) Fair enough. Chelsea is a litigious side. We want to make sure we uh, say a legend. I got Gandhi on my side. Yeah, heard Gandhi. I'm good. Heard Gandhi. (laughs) Facebook told me so. They've got a Russian (laughs) oligarch that likes to kill people on their side. Allegedly. 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 Allegedly.
0: The uh, opinions and alleged facts by these two hosts do not reflect the Drunkard United Football Show, and I accept
1: zero liability. Continue. Well done, producer Mel. First off, the three of us
2: reflect the Drunken United Football Show. We're the only three concierge, <laughs> and
1: but- <laughs> oh, and and she's married to me. So if I get sued, she gets sued. <laughs> hey, listen, we're in America, bro, and our president said alternate
2: facts. So I can say whatever the fuck I want. Okay, these are alternate facts. I can do what
1: I want, say what I want. I don't have to have a motherfucking mask on because America heard America. <laughs> the sorry, I, I think I think they have. I four, what we we're talking about. I think they have four very capable center backs. I think this was a growing pains year for Zuma. Um Absolutely. I think Zuma becomes the Zuma we've seen him be on loan moves. 100%. Um, Rudiger is a quality center back. He just He has health issues. Yep. Christiansen again, health issues, but not a bad center back. And Tamari, the kid, played real fuck well considering he's a kid. Yeah. Like, he's, he's a young kid. Absolutely. So
2: what, maybe... 1920
1: or so, n- something like that? Maybe you need to sign one more center back, but... Honestly, if you're scoring five goals a game, you're probably fucking winning most of them. And all the people they just signed, they're going to score five fucking goals a game.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like. absolutely. I mean, just Mason Mount, Hudson-Odoi, <laughs> Christian Pulisic, um, which also the, the the skill and composure to take that ball down from Hudson-Odoi, that was the goal of the game for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two touches he took didn't panic allowed the Liverpool defense to run beyond him, got the ball out from under his feet, turned and shot, rifled it into the roof uh, of the net into the top right corner. It, it was fantastic. I think the, the full talent of Christian Pulisic has been on display for the last four or five games, and I think he's going to play a major fucking part in this team next season.
1: Makes you feel a whole lot better about the U.S. men's national team. No, it team. doesn't, because no. our defense is absolute okay. dog shit. Well, that and the fact that they want to put... Uh, Brad Cousin in the fucking net, which completely baffles me. Yeah, we've got six Groots at the back. Sa- Sam Houston's favorite goalkeeper <laughs> is Brad Cousin, if you all want to know. That's why you have the same hands, hairstyle. Hands down. my f- I, li- I like him almost as much as I like Mr. Son, who is an inspiration to the children. Need we not forget. <laughs> but Sam, here's the most important thing we now need to wait for. All we need to wait for now, Sam. Eyes on me. I need I need to see your face for this one. Yes. We just need to wait for Newcastle to implode. It's time to tell you what little we didn't know. It is prediction time.
2: Wait, 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 wait. Did you say implode or explode? Uh,
1: I think I said implode.
2: Okay, good. Allegedly, they're about to be taken over by Saudis. I just wanted to make sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Hit that rim tonight. Had to get it in. <laughs> All right. Oh, Mr. Graham?
2: for fuck's sake.
1: Um... I'm going to give you credit. Okay. I won my final bet. (laughs) You stuck to your guns and you swung for the fences nonstop the entire year. And you missed, but your last hay for shits and giggles bet actually hit and you only lost $90 this week. How about that? I mean, that's an accomplishment, right? To only lose $90. I guess so. Now it does mean you are down for the year. Your grand total, you were minus three thousand four hundred and thirty-seven dollars. How do you get that money back, Sam?
2: Uh, begging on the side of the road. Um,
1: did did you write your little uh note yet? Uh, yes, I did. Because we need to feed the Dort Spyrek couple losers for the final time. Little uh, background: Is Sam's over there frantically writing when he said he did already, but he didn't. Is... No, because I just found it.
2: My uh, here's my note:
1: three three
2: four three nine nine six nine one eight. Okay, what is that? Google it.
1: Okay, I done it.
2: It is the Montgomery, Alabama hotline for Gamblers Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: <awesome>. Very good. <laughs> because the one eight hundred number didn't come up. Tolls and fees apply, if you choose to call it. So, kids, (laughs) we're going to tell you a little bit about the uh, Dort Spirect Cup of Losers. Whenever Sam and I go to the track together, we always get our first cocktail. And after we finish said cocktail, we put that aside. And that is the Cup of Losers. And if we feed the Cup of Losers, the sporting book gods will give us winners. And we will only feed the Cup of Losers a little bit. Typically, at the track, this works. This season, not so much. Um. So Sam has just fed this, uh, the Dort Spyrec couple losers. I'm going to go ahead and feed it as well. And it says I'm in the black, unlike my co-host Winter 2020.
2: <laughs> so there you go. I'm
1: just going to go ahead and put that in. Now, um, uh, I do I do want to go ahead and say that uh Pat missed on his final bet. It ended up being what you like to say close to you. I would say half of you <laughs> is down 1600. <laughs> but I mean, I remember your math was. I'm just right 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 behind him. <laughs> no. That's, you are double him. That's all right. A loss is a loss, bro. Very true. Very true. Well, at least one of us finished up this year. <laughs> I did miss my last two bets, but I did finish up for the year. Plus four forty eight. So big Sam's Lock of the Week. Gonna make you money if you follow my tried and true system. I'm just saying. So suck it, Graham. <laughs> no.
2: I won't suck it.
1: Let's check in one more time with our favorite handicapping hen. We go to now, Kitty the Chicken.
0: So Kitty was incredibly happy to see us back from the beach and was quick to fill me in on all the gossip from the coop. Hey Graham. Yes. Apparently, there is a rumor of Rita and performance-enhancing drugs during the running of the beakness Stakes.
1: Oh shit!
0: But I'm not at liberty
2: to discuss that. Do we have an independent investigation?
0: Uh, I think there is something that Gertrude is leading, but again, I'm not at liberty to discuss at this time.
1: Sam Stewart. I, I would say. I would is say this Stewart's inquiry? Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> but I would. I mean, I would say. Let's face it, Kitty did just stop running at the finish line. So true. She really has no one to blame for herself. Well,
0: she's a fat chicken, she got tired. Quit shaming her.
1: Yeah, she but knows it was, more
0: celebrities than you do. But it
1: was food at the finish line.
0: Well, apparently, uh Kitty finished twenty out of eighteen. And was proudly flapping her wings 20 to over show. 18. Twenty, 20 over eighteen. And proudly flapping her wings to show that she picks games better than Graham. And she would like him to now take one of the shots of Malort.
1: That's right. Kitty is who wanted you to do a shot of Malort. Not not Taylor from the depths of my tape. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> did Kitty bet games better than you, Sam?
1: No, she oh. did not. Okay, I just wondered. She
2: asked I, me to uh, ask that. I will. I have a message for Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> And it's only the number 13. Okay. 13, Kitty. 13.
1: <laughs> See you soon. Oh, no. Are you threatening my cock?
0: He's <laughs> <It's> a hen.
1: <laughs> I know, but he just sounds funny. No, say, no,
0: no, that didn't sound. That is the kind of talk <laughs> we have on DU After Dark. Graham, <laughs> <laughs> how can they find that?
2: At www.patreon.com backslash du football show, where we will be doing a live video only for our Patreon customers of me using the 13 herbs and motherfucking spices on Kitty.
1: Hold on. I think I hear in the uh, background from the coop, drink your fucking shot.
2: (laughs) Oh, God, it's done.
0: And always, everybody, please remember to gamble legally and responsibly.
1: Sam, since you asked me, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. D, you got worked.
2: Yeah, go ahead. That's lost, fine.
1: lost eight to one. I didn't talk to anybody, so I don't know. Yeah, you're not going back anytime soon. I'm not going back anytime soon. Nope. So we'll find out the score and we'll say what they did. Yeah, that'll be uh, about it. Pretty much about it.
2: How? What I'm more concerned about is how Middlesbrough got along.
1: Uh, not so well, man. <laughs> lost two nil. Uh, eh, eh, you could just tell the confidence is down on the side. What I did notice mm-hmm. is last week after we recorded
2: uh Vitali Trebilia friend of the show, if I may he is, yes he is may friend of the show maybe so bold uh finished in the Belarusian Premier League team of the week
1: oh, excellent, He did have a good match yeah. in the two one win he had a hell of a match,
2: yep, so it was after we recorded that came out, so we didn't get a chance to mention it, but I just wanted to give a little shout out a little whoop whoop.
0: maybe maybe I should send a message to my friend. <laughs>
1: Yeah, she is the one that has his number they, <laughs> I mean, we yeah, don't. And they actually like talk from time to time. <laughs> you
0: know, I got a vacation plan next year. <laughs> so
1: congratulate him on the win. Congratulate him on team of the week. Um, don't mention the monstrous losing run that they've been on, and ask him how fishing's going. We'll do. That's probably the right things to ask. Ask him if he can send us a video of him scaling a fish. Ooh. I think that would be brilliant for the social. I, I would just love some video of him fishing. That'd be great. Just to sitting on, in a chair just to put on DUFC just for the clothes group. Just yeah. fishing. Chilling. By the way,
0: he doesn't fish from a chair, he fishes from the back of a truck.
1: Oh, fabulous. Even better.
0: I'm not, not, not going to tell you better. how I know Jesus that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Even better. Fucking oh, love right. it. That's right. Vitaly follows me on Instagram.
2: <laughs> you personally? Yes, me not personally. Not
0: the show? Me Gets personally. Likes he all the time personally.
1: Likes all the time. What? Uh-huh. Get him to follow the show. <laughs> what the fuck? Get him to acknowledge me on Facebook after I fucking reached <laughs> out to him.
0: Hey, Vitaly and the party florist are like that.
1: Wait, 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 wait. Close personal friend. Close personal friend. Close personal friend of the show. Vitaly Chubillia. <laughs> yeah. Close personal friend of Mel.
0: Close yeah. personal friend of your wife's.
1: Need yeah. need to do another interview in August with him. <laughs> Absolutely. Definitely got to catch up with Need again. a little close season uh, FC Slutsk. Talk. so that's gonna about wrap it up i mean i know we're well over an hour but fuck it there was lots to talk about and i wanted to fucking talk about it are so. you
0: really not gonna tell this your daughter the simone story here
1: no that's that's been saved for injury time <laughs> it was a good it was
2: it was a good weekend a lot of fun yeah this is what football's all about man yeah any part in words sammy absolutely i do two very very important things happened in the Premier League this weekend uh, not only did Villa survive, not only did whoop Bournemouth whoop. and Watford go down, Fat Drake condemned to the depths of the championship once again <laughs> where he fucking belongs. Uh, that Quasimodo-looking motherfucker. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> Tell us how you really feel about that, Drake. Uh,
2: what I have uh, for you, my my good friend, is a quick mention for the storied 10-year uh, stint, uh, if you want to call it a stint, at Manchester City uh, for... David Silva, yep, who is not retiring, but not returning to the club and has vowed to not play in the Premier League again. Um, good on him. That's Thierry Henry did the same thing. Right. And, uh, you know, it, it's respectful to the club he played for. Tremendous servant. Showed that you can be a center midfielder in the Premier League and not be Roy Keane and Patrick Vieira. Yeah. He showed that a twinkle toes vision. Intelligent, hardworking, but brought, not really great in a tackle.
1: Brought tick-tac-a-style to the Prem. To which the is Premier League. Never what the Prem had. Absolutely. Prem has um, always been a, a a kind of a bulldog league. Yep.
2: Changed the face of of Premier League midfielders as we know them. Um, just an, an, an excellent player, a tremendous servant for Manchester City. And the only reason they didn't score as many goals against Norwich. Uh, they probably could have scored more, <laughs> is they were trying to force a goal in for him.
1: Oh, yeah. Everybody was um, trying to get it on him. Yeah.
2: Let him have one in his final game. He wore the captain's armband good form. Yep. Uh, and just thank you for your service. Thank you for entertaining us for, for this many years. And en- enjoy and good luck on your, your next adventure. Lastly, uh, my final parting word is for one of the longest serving and, and best servants of English football, period, yeah, uh, A man that was slighted by England, but shouldn't have been. A tremendous work ethic, a, a technical ability in that position that was second to none. Leighton Baines has announced his retirement from Everton Football Club, yep. having not made an appearance in the final game.
1: At the stadium. No, he did. Oh, he did? Come on. He did. He came on and uh, Guilfey immediately walked over and put the armband on him. He came on on the 70th minute. Made a, uh, ga- a goal-saving tackle. Showed that. you how much I paid attention yeah. to y'all's highlights. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> that uh, that that then Pickford, like two minutes later, gaffed away the third goal. Of course he did. I mean, like, d- like spread eagle diving, sacrificing his nuts to make a fucking tackle in front of right on the penalty spot. And then Pickford fucks it right off right after that.
2: Uh, make sure you buy the injury time this week because I, I have a, a funny bit. Heard. About goalkeepers spreading their legs like a $2 hooker. <laughs> yeah, excellent. I, I, I needed to mention it, then I forgot.
1: Real quick for uh, Leighton Bain, just a rundown of his stats. He joined Everton in 2007 from Wigan. He stayed there the entire time. I think that also hurt him in his opportunity to play. Absolutely. for the English national team. He 100%. only appeared in the uh, World Cup and then the, uh, the following Europa, he was on the, on the squad for that. Did not make any appearances in the, uh, in the Europa. I believe he made one appearance in the Brazil World Cup. For Everton, he had 420 appearances, 37 goals in all competitions, 32 in the Prem. That is third amongst all defenders. Only John Terry and another former Evertonian, David Unsworth, had more.
2: He was yeah.
1: like a, a moon of Jupiter. But well, he too. played for everywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, he was first for all outside backs. He yeah. scored more goals than anyone. More goals than Ashley Cole. Cole, who was the left back for the England national team. Yeah. 58 assists in all competitions, 53 in the prem. That is number one amongst all defenders. Mm-hmm. And I think you look at a guy who at any point of time, could have left that club, and he didn't, and he stayed the entire time, and he never even considered it. Like, people would bring up his name. Manchester United
2: brought up his name.
1: And he was like, no, I'm good. I'm good where I am. There's a stat for him. From 2009 to 2014, if he scored, now, granted, he didn't score a lot, but if he scored, Everton never lost. They never drew. They won every single fucking game. He scored in. He was also on pens too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. He was. That, pens. He's
2: your he, left back being on pens he, speaks volumes. By the way, uh, but he was fucking one, quality.
1: Arguably one of the best set piece takers yep. in that
2: time, in that generation. Of, yeah.
1: Um, as we look up at the wall and we see Tim Howard's jersey, uh, <laughs> Timmy, what was that? I'm
0: just. <laughs> Rude. I'm thinking of that team that just. Uh, retired that kids jersey.
1: Oh, uh, uh. we'll talk about that on <laughs> injury time. <laughs> that's and, why I and, and it's and it's your bitter rivals from well, down in the I know, championship. Instead of
0: the Birmingham fucking team. That's why I giggled. Continue right. with the uh, Spanish. Howard. Yeah, no, hit, Howard. Howard. Hit, hit the, the mute fucking button. Me button.
1: <laughs> Jesus, as I look at that jersey, that that's the guy who brought me to the club. Yeah, uh. Leighton Baines. It's the man who made me fall in love with the club. Like hands down without a doubt man i'm about to cry i'm fucking welling I up a little it's brilliant my eye. he was uh, he was a phenomenal player i look forward to what he does in his career after football uh, absolutely um, carlo has already said there's a place on this coaching staff for you i want your knowledge here and if he wants to he's part of it he's somewhere in the organization but he's part of it uh, so not known silly good musician can play the piano, can play the guitar. And so, really, really good musician. I knew, I knew that,
2: actually. And I wanted to bring up just a kind of side thought there. So you have Big Dunk. Yeah. On one side of Carlo, who is essentially every mosh pit person ever. Right. Arms flailing, head button people do not give a fuck. Also, raw emotion, too. Yeah. Like, pure joy, pure 100%. emotion. 100%. Yeah. It's all on his sleeve. And then you have, there was a stretch of time where Leighton Baines had that hairdo yeah. that made him look a lot like Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance. Yeah. And very, very emo. And being as British as he is, is
1: quite pale as well. Yeah. Didn't even need the makeup. <laughs> very mild-mannered, too. We met him. We've met him before. Very mild yeah. Just very we polite. Did. Very we, mild-mannered. We, s- we both spoke to him. Yep uh that just,
2: day. Yeah. But just reminds me of like the front man for an emo band. And I do know that he plays guitar and piano. And just either side of and Carlo Ancelotti looks like somebody that would be an Il Divo. Right. And I just want to know. <laughs> Give me a band name. Layton Baines on lead guitar. Il Devo is heading up man. is the right. front man. And then you got the.
1: Dunk gr- is a bassist. The psycho bassist. Yeah. It's like Sid Vicious In psycho bassist. Yeah.
2: What is the name of that band?
1: Fuck Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of that band. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, that's going to about wrap it up, but, uh, let you know, kids, we next up is, uh, injury time, which I don't know what the fuck we're going to talk about on injury time. We have one game to talk about. I mean, re- well, we got some playoffs to talk about as well. We but- could expound on your taint <laughs> no, and clearly. the caves that Taylor hides in within it. <laughs> Apparently Sam, how can people find our Patreon?
2: It's on www.patreon.com backslash DU football show. And you can find that at three different tiers you could donate to the show. It actually just helps us keep the light on here at uh, at
1: Studio H. Um, Seeing I'm unemployed, every $5 tip helps. <laughs> Thank you very much. Counts a lot. <laughs> Especially uh, since old government
2: said no more $600 for you. Absolutely. <laughs> and you can also, for the same price as ESPN Plus <laughs> or uh, the new Peacock uh, from NBC, You can listen to more of our bullshit. And we're right proper pissed by that time, too. (laughs) Don't think it's too much to ask. You also get a koozie, a sticker, and a little love letter from Big Sam.
1: Exactly. And a handwritten note. God damn it. A little bit of that. (laughs) Sorry, Russ. A little bit of that taint hair, too. Uh, Next week, we're going to recap the (laughs) FA Cup final. We're going to discuss the championship playoffs, even though we're going to talk about a little bit of that on injury time. And uh, we're going to go over our beginning of the season predictions, which we both wrote down at the beginning of the season, put it in an envelope, and we are both going to open here and see how fucking wrong we are, because I know how I don't think I got one right. I, I don't think I got a single one right. I opened mine today, and I'm going to need Mel to
2: hide all the sharp objects in the house. I'm not getting one right. That's that for damn sure.
1: terrible. All right. Well, until next week, everybody. Good night.
0: Walk the goon or grab! of a lord! but straight in shorts! Sam Grammy! Sam Graham! fucking United! Night United!